What is up? What is up? Welcome back to a brand new podcast episode of Car Sales 101. I know we're somewhere in the 100s. I've lost count, so not saying that we got a lot. Of, I got a lot of episodes, or we got a lot of episodes, but I've really lost count because I don't ever look. Them, I don't ever look at them anymore before I start recording. So, anyways, let's get back to the basics. Uh, if y'all want to reach out to me, it's T- Tony Story on Facebook. T O N Y S T O R I E on Facebook. Instagram at TNT Dad two seven two eight. And then LinkedIn, um, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, story. So either one of those, if y'all want to reach out to me, you're more than welcome to. Uh, I was recently listening to a podcast um, with Car Sales Millionaire. And uh, it was um, Tiana Mick, um, Sean, v, Sean V. Bradley, and uh, L.A. Williams. Long story short, they basically just gave out their cell phone number. So I really don't have a problem giving mine out. So if y'all want to reach out to me, reach out to me on my cell phone, 713-614-6116. 713-614-6116. Try not to call me on, 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 on all hours of the night, but you can send me a text message. I'll answer back to it. All right. Um, other than that, let me just do some cleanup. If you get good content out of this pod, podcast, please give me a five-star review. Share it with somebody you know, whether they've been in the car business for one hour or you know 20 years. Uh, I think sometimes we get in a slump and just having that um, reiteration of pure basics or the newest kind of uh, insight on what's going in in the car business, you know, just kind of learn, learning the new ways. I wouldn't say there's, you know, your, your steps to the sale never really change. Your customer never really changes. It's just the process, uh, the, the medium in which that, that sell happens or that transaction happens. And what do I mean by that is, is like, you know, everything with going on with the COVID-19 and coronavirus that whether you believe it's real or not, you know, that it's kind of taught us a little thing on how to expedite purchases and make transactions a little bit easier and do it on a more digital platform. So, which brings me to the subject of my podcast. And I want to thank one of our followers. Her name's Amber Simmons, Simons, Simmons, Simons, Simmons, Simons. I don't know what, I don't really know how to pronounce her last name, but she hit me up on Instagram. Uh, she was recently, I think at one dealership and then she moved to another one. So long story short, you know, she got moved from the floor to the internet department. Um, now you have to understand, here in Texas, it's a very competitive market. And I wouldn't say that it's not competitive in some other states, but in Houston, it's a very, very competitive market. And so what does that mean? That we don't always just have straight floor salespeople. We have floor salespeople and internet salespeople. Um, and, you know, sometimes they'll do both. Uh, and it's very kind of... Uh, flowing and how how one could go one way or the other. Um, so with that being said, when you get promoted to the internet department and she just asked me, you know, how, how do I, you know, convert from going to floor sales into internet sales and, you know, how do I get them in the door? How do I, how do I do this? How do I do that? And I thought, you know, that's a great question because I've never really truly answered that. Um, but what that means to you is that, you know, um, what this podcast is mainly going to be about is how to, I would say so much get a customer in the door, but how you handle internet leads and how you talk to customers and how you do all that stuff. And I think I, I recorded a podcast similar to this a while back, but you know, I, I've, I wouldn't say I, I've, I've taken uh, a recent change of, of feelings of it, even though, you know, things have happened, but I will tell you this much. I think that you need to be uh, quicker, authentic, and a lot of other things. And, and I'll dig into that here in just a little bit. Uh, of how you handle internet leads. I think sometimes we think once we're in the internet department, 
you know, we we reached an elite elite level or or a status that, you know, not very many people hold. Okay, so let me break this down for you. All right, so when you do get in the internet apartment, on average, I don't think you should handle any more than than a hundred internet leads. That should not be your sole source for selling cars, um, because that you average on average, you know, you could sell uh, your closing rate should be anywhere from twelve to fifteen percent. So you get 100 leads, you should sell 12 to 15 cars. You're probably going to have, you know, 5% of those that are bad leads. And the other, you know, 80% or so are going to be in the market later on down the road or they're going to purchase from somewhere else. Um, but they're, all, they're always going to be somebody that you're going to keep in your ticker, all right? So when you do go from sales on the floor to the internet department, you should have a good internet director. Or a sales manager that knows a lot about the internet department. So if you do not have an internet director at your dealership, completely get it. Because uh, some people don't see spending the extra money and having an internet director or internet sales manager. But if you ha- do have a sales manager that does handle your internet leads, uh, that is good too. Because the simple fact is, when you do get an internet lead, um, your CRM needs to be set up with a workflow. Uh, the workflow needs to be something very simple, not hard, um, that needs to be about a 15-day Really, a seven-day initial follow-up. So you should have at least one phone call for the next seven days, uh, and you should have either generic emails or emails that you type up and send out. Now, with that being said, uh, I used to use the CRM that we have, which is eLeads, to record videos and send those out. So now that, and then we had CoVideo. If anybody knows what CoVideo is, it's a video recording system, and you use it, and you send emails out that way too. But since then... Um, but since then, uh, I was able to sign up with BombBomb and I am an avid fan of BombBomb. Uh, BombBomb is a, um, email recording system or email, email recording company, um, that is very simple and very, very, very simple and easy to use. It is not hard to use at all. In fact, it's, it's baby simple and I, and I enjoy 100% of it. So with it, what does that mean for you as a salesperson? That means that you can be virtually uh, in their in their in their house whenever they do receive an internet lead or whenever they do put an internet lead. So what does that mean? Customer sends you in an initial um, internet lead. You have to understand the customer is being targeted somehow, some way. So you have to really break it down. Where is this internet lead coming from? Is it coming from Cars.com? Is it coming from Auto Trader? Is it coming from the, the uh, manufacturer? Is it coming from TrueCar? What is the lead source that this internet lead's coming from? Okay, that's what you, that's the first thing you have to understand. Then you have to learn how that lead source works, okay? So for instance, with TrueCar, you know, customer, TrueCar uses a couple different um, services. So like they use American Express, Perks at Work, um, uh, USA Auto Insurance, a couple of insurance companies, a couple other different companies. So what they do is they outsource their leads from other companies and they make them to where if they want to move forward or make a purchase uh, with a credit card, they make them somewhat generate an internet lead. Therefore, they sell those leads to you. Um, and so some of those leads through TrueCar are not the best leads, um, but they do have a good closing percentage because the ones that are in the market and that really, really want to buy that are usually TrueCar or USAA uh, insurance ones or the, or the work ones. Those are usually, I, in my opinion, legitimate leads, legitimate people that want to be in market um, because, you know, they have really no, no uh, other carrot or no other, you know, um, 
prize at the end that they have to achieve in order to, um, you know, do something in order to send you information on what kind of car they want to buy. So make sure you, you understand your source. The one thing I've noticed about TrueCar is that they went to a texting platform, which I absolutely hate, not a huge fan of, um, but it is what it is. So uh, I don't work for the company, but I think they need to do away with a texting source because it's absolutely fucking horrible. Okay. So with that being said, when you do get internet leads and you have to look at the source from which it comes from, okay? Um, and, and you have to analyze how those come in. Now, if you do have a um, sales rep or representative that supports that company, you know, True Car, uh, Auto Trader, or whatnot, you need to make sure you have a meeting and a training schedule with that person. That way you can sit there and learn. You know, know what you're using for, know the, know how they how to speak their language, okay? So before I go any further with that, the one thing I want to show you, the one thing I want to, before I go into the really deep, what I, you know, what I think it takes to be a good internet salesperson and get customers in the dealership and stuff like that. Um, first things first, don't ever forget your first customer base, okay? Whether you're leaving one dealership to the next or you've been at the dealership for a while and you were floor sales and you go into the internet, don't forget your original customer base, right? If you have a bad month in the internet department or all the internet leads aren't um, being what you want them to be, it's not a bad thing, but you have a customer base. So, you know, if you've been selling show, cars on the showroom floor, do not forget your customer base. The ones that have you sold, you sold cars to that are going to be your repeat and referral customers, okay? So that's first things first on that one. So uh, the other thing is, um, uh, shoot, I can't even remember what, oh. Um, internet, it, it's, it's not permanent, you know? When you get in the internet department, I think most salespeople after two or three or four months as long as they are technologically savvy and they understand the sales, the process of the sales, um, and you have a good internet director or a good training system for being uh, internet salesman, um, you know, don't I would you don't keep internet department or internet as permanent. You, it, only if you're very, very, very good at it. But the internet department's one of the easiest ways to generate um, repeat and referral business. So basically, when a customer comes in and you sell them a car based off of the internet. Um, that should be your customer for life or for the short time, you know, that the, that you know that they're going to purchase vehicles from you or the long time. So don't forget the fact that that customer did purchase a car from you um, and they are now um, a permanent customer for you. So, you know, if you've been in the Internet department for two years and you sell on average 15 cars um, a month, you know, 12, 15, let's see, 120, uh, 60, it should be 180, you know, plus cars. You know, that's 180 new customers, which leads to 180 um, referrals. Well, if you double that, that's 360 referrals. Uh, and that's duplicate sales in the in the garage. So a customer that um, comes in and buys a vehicle from you, you know, if they have more than one, one, if they have more than one dependent in the household or more than one person in the household, the good news about that is, is that could be um, another car deal and you keep selling cars to the family. So... Don't make the internet the permanent thing for you. It can be permanent as long as you're good at it. But understand, you know, don't sit there and just bury your head in the sand and just work internet leads. Because when you do sell internet leads, um, they also turn into your customer, and that's your repeat and referral base uh, that you really, really need to, you know, hunker down on and get really good at. Okay. Um, so going into this, once I told you about the training portion of it, you know, the dealer, the dealership that you work for. Every vendor that comes by and tries to sell a product, they will come out and do training, whether that be through phone script training, um, through, through TrueCar, Internet Leads, uh, AutoTrader, you know, um, trade-in trade value tools, whatever it may be, 
um, they will come out and train on whatever their process is. Um, they will typically have some sort of templates. They'll have some sort of uh, logos. They'll have some sort of things that allow you to represent them or continue that conversation that they had on whatever platform they were on. So for instance, if you get an internet lead through Carfax, you know, you should have in your email or you should address it when you're either sending a video or talking to the customer that you see that they put in a Carfax lead. So that's one of the key things. You, you really need to um, continue that conversation that they had online that they felt comfortable with submitting an internet lead. The other thing is you have to speak their language. What is, what is it they're trying to accomplish? So for instance, customer puts an internet lead in and they want to find out what their trade is worth. The first thing you, you shouldn't do if you're making a phone call or sending a video email or writing an email, you know, thank you for your internet inquiry. Um, we'll get with you shortly to ask you about what vehicle you're looking forward to purchase. You're not continuing their language. You're not continuing what they, what they, the conversation that they had online. And then you're not speaking their language. So what do you do? Customer sits there and puts an internet lead in and they want to find the, the value of their trade in. Depends on what source you use. But at the end of the day, you need to really understand like, like, hey, look, you know, I appreciate the time that you took to go on the website, whatever it may be, uh, car, uh, uh, Kelly Blue Book, um, Trade in Valet. I, I appreciate that you took the time to do that. Uh, what, I wanted to do, what I wanted to do was we'll see what the next step was for you. Um, were you just tinkering around and just playing on the internet and seeing what your vehicle was worth? Um, because you're looking to sell it or were you looking to actually trade that vehicle in? What were you looking to do? And I want to make sure we can do whatever it is to accompany that, that, that decision. And that's the conversation that needs to be happening. Sometimes we sit there and go, hey, Mr. Customer, this is uh, so-and-so at ABC Motors and we received your internet inquiry that you're looking to trade the vehicle in. Um, all we have to do is a final condition report. So when can you come by and get that done? Well, no, I was just kind of wanting to see what it was worth because I might be selling it later on. I'm moving out of state. Um, you know, I, I just got bored or whatnot. And, and at the end of the day, if you're going in there, you're raw dogging, you know, you're sitting there saying you're not using lube, you know, when you're trying to, you know, do whatever it is to get something done, right? You have to lube people up. You have to sit there and, and get them to, uh, understand that you're not there to necessarily sell them a car, but you're there to answer their questions. You're there to be their consultant, right? And that's the thing. When you do receive whatever lead you receive, you receive whatever. If you ever receive a lead from whatever platform it is, you have to understand you need to sit there and speak the language that they are speaking and continue that language. Okay. Same thing goes for uh, internet lead on a customer that puts uh, a straight internet lead in for um, uh, True Car or your your direct your manufacturers, you know, or, or even your website. You know, for instance, let me just do a couple more. Uh, before I go into that, let me just do a quick commercial break. That way y'all can, um, uh, that way y'all can sit there. Let me go to commercial break. Y'all listen to that and then I'll finish off from here. So give me one minute. I'll be right back. I got to add a flag. See, this is the cool thing. Let me tell you a real quick thing before I go any further. If you are looking to start a podcast and you'll hear a commercial of me saying this, I definitely would do it through Anchor because it's super simple, super easy. Um, while I'm recording right now, I can add a flag so I know where to come back to to put my uh, commercial break in just to let y'all know. But another thing, if y'all want to, um, y'all, because I'm from Texas, want to reach out to me and you want to be on my podcast, just download the Anchor app. And if you have any questions, I'd like to do a Q&A. I think well, that's one of the great things about you know, having a podcast because you don't have to do everything scripted all the time. But please, 
I, I have no qualms about anybody wanting to reach out to me and doing a Q&A because we all have questions. I, you have questions that you know somebody else that's listening to this podcast might have that either you're too afraid to ask, which is um, okay, and somebody else should ask it for you. Or, you know, you really just want to know because you, you're, you're stuck in a rut or something like that. So, anyways, give me one minute, listen to this uh, commercial break, and I'll be right back. All right, guys, I am back. Back, 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 Anyways, I'm back. So, what I was talking about is, I'm going to go over two more examples with internet leads and how you need to learn how to speak their language from whatever platform uh, that's being delivered from. So, for instance, you get an internet inquiry from your manufacturer whether it be a quick quote or, you know, uh, a detail, uh, event specific quote, whatever it may be, you know, that conversation be, should be said. And I'm telling you all guys, really video email is what you need to get uh, honed in on, but you need to speak their language. Hey, Mr. Customer, this is Tony Story uh, at Legacy Ford or ABC Motors. And I just want to let you know, I did receive your internet inquiry through uh, Ford. And, you know, I was just wondering, did you go on the website to kind of play around and build out, you know, this, this great vehicle, or you're just looking for a quick quote for a Ford Fusion, whatever it is, uh, I'm here to answer that question. So what is it that you were trying to accomplish? And uh, you should do that in the video, and you should also do that in the email platform, email uh, format, and you should also do that through the phone call, or if you're leaving a voicemail, always do that too, right? Um, and then also, when you're doing that, leave, make sure you, you set yourself apart for what your dealership does do. You know, if you're the 15-minute appraisal, if you're the lifetime powertrain warranty, uh, if you're the free bedliner dealership, whatever it may be, um, or you're, 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 you're able to get the customer out in 60 minutes, whatever it may be, um, you need to make sure that you're emphasizing that when you're doing that because that's what sells the dealership and it teaches you to be authentic with the, with, with the customer. So that, with that being said, um, you know, the customer will answer, you know, I was just on, on the website playing around, okay? Uh, and I'm going to skip forward back to my notes because I'm doing notes now. I'm going to skip uh, back down. I'm going to skip down to my notes. So the customer assistant goes, I'm just playing around, right? So for instance, uh, these last two or three months, a lot of customers, because they've been at home um, because they've been restricted and they can't go out, which is a bunch of bullshit. But anyways, I'm not going to get too political here. The, they've been restricted to the house. When you've been restricted to the house, what's the first thing you do? Probably get on your phone, probably get on anything um, digital, internet-based. That way you can sit there and you know do any kind of research, whatever it may be, and you can um, you know play around. So... Um, what happens is, is, you know, you need to see what their level of interest is. You need to peek them on what's going on, right? So a customer says, you know, I was just playing around. Um, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, I'm not really in the market just yet. Um, we'll probably be in the market in the next three months. Well, hey, Mr. Customer, I didn't know if you knew, but right now with everything going on, um, you have to use it not only during these times, but during regular times. Um, the manufacturer is putting, you know, 0% out on all vehicles and no payments for 90 days. Um, that that incentive probably will end at the end of this month. I'm, I'm about 99.9% of that. So I didn't know if you want to take advantage of that because if you're looking to purchase in three months, you know, you could be making your first payment in three months on the vehicle that you've been driving around in. Um, does that does that seem to interest you at all? And then that's when you sit there, uh, just like when you go fishing, you put the bait, you, you put the, the, the minnow on, on the reel, on the hook, and, you've, and you put it out there, and now you've gone fishing, right? So the customer might answer back, you know, you know, I don't know. That that does sound a little interesting, but you know, I'm really looking. Just with everything going on, I want to wait about three months. Okay. Well, can I do this for you? Uh, I don't know if you're looking at other manufacturers, but how about this? Can I invite you out to the dealership, or can I even bring the vehicle out to you? And that way, we can kind of you know do a, a game plan 
of what vehicle you're looking for. So in three months, this could be a very easy process for you. And that way it gives you the ability to test drive the vehicle. Because either A, I want to be included in your purchase, or B, I want you to eliminate my, my model. That way you know for sure that this is the vehicle that you want to buy or don't want to buy. Uh, I have an available time sometime this week. Uh, what does your calendar look like? And that's where that conversation needs to take place, right? Uh, um, you, you pique their interest, now they're interested, and now you're them. Now, if they're not in the market, no, I'm just playing around. Okay, that sounds great. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you my information. I'm going to send it in an email. Please let me know when would be a good time for me to follow up. Three months, six months, whatever it may be. I'll follow up at your own, um, uh, at your own pace. That way you'll, you'll, you'll be comfortable with what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. So that's the thing. You have to speak their language. When you go in raw dogging it with no lube and you sit there and you're like, oh man, you need to buy a car today, blah, blah, blah. You, you will turn a customer off. Just like if you're sitting there and you're hitting on a girl or a guy, you know, whatever sex, whatever sex you are, male or female, you know, it, it turns people off when you're being too aggressive sometimes. You know, sometimes people like that, but 90, I would say 85% of your customers are going to be turned off by the aggressive nature because they've already built a wall to the fact that, you know, they don't think you, you, you're the, you know, most uh, authentic and uh, genuine person that they met. You know, car salesmen are probably one of the top five that, that most people don't trust. So please understand that, okay? Um, the other thing is you really need to practice your word tracks. Oh, oh, the last thing. Customer does a full-out internet lead on your website, right? Um, and they pick the vehicle out. They pick the payments. They've done the whole entire process. The next conversation piece, whether it be through video or uh, phone call or text message, hey, Mr. Customer, I saw that you worked the whole deal online. Um, I just need to collect a little bit more information, and we can finish your, finish your purchase from what you've done online. That way we can make it an easy process in the dealership for you. So just let me know. What is it? You know, I want to make sure that you picked out the right vehicle, got the trade appraised perfectly. Uh, we fill, we need to fill out the credit application and continue that conversation um, because they are obviously low funnel, right? You have high funnel customers that are just kind of playing around, doing internet research, and then there's low funnel customers that are ready to buy, you know, right then and there. So please understand that you need to sit there and know how to talk to those customers. Sorry, guys, gotta get a drink of water. So. Um, with that being said, continue that conversation that happened online. Uh, and I hope everything that I've talked to you at this point, it's not the same thing for every customer, okay? It's not the same thing. Uh, trade appraisal, um, credit application. Um, customer sends in a credit application, and that's the first thing they did. You know, they're just trying to even see if they get, a, get approved, right? They're probably going to get a denial if it's going to be through the manufacturer. So what do you need to do? You need, to, you need to continue that conversation. Hey, Mr. Customer, I saw that you get denied, but that doesn't mean you're denied with just uh, with all the rest of our banks. Well, what I might need to do is collect a little bit more information, your you know your, your income, um, you know how long you've been at this job or whatever. That way we can help you get 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 you approved through you know not only that not only that lender but a multitude of lenders that we have. And you have to continue that conversation. You can't sit there and just you know be a robot with every customer. You have to learn that. Just like and this is what I tell everybody. You have to think about it as if the customer's at the dealership with you. They walked in. You're going to sit there, and, and I reference this back to, um, and if you've ever listened to Sean V. Bradley, and uh, and he did that interview with Ali Rada, or they did that little webinar or whatnot, the thing that they talked about is the way, th- the way Ali Rada has been the number one salesman for you know the last three or four or five years is that he's talked to the customer and he's been much like a doctor to him, right? So a customer comes in, and we're all hesitant about talking to people and stuff like that, but I'll tell you this much. One thing I've learned 
is when I listen to that podcast is that you're a doctor, right? And the customer's coming in and, and they have a trade appraisal, they have a credit, and they have a vehicle they want to buy. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to diagnose each step, right? I need to diagnose what kind of vehicle they're looking for. I need to diagnose which, which is the best way to purchase a vehicle. And I also need to diagnose what their trade is worth so we make a fair deal. And with that being said, you know, you have to consider yourself a doctor. And if you tell a customer that, hey, look, I'm much like a doctor or a physician, I'm just trying to come up with the best prescription to take care of your needs or your wants or solve, or solve um, your, your, your disease or whatever maybe. And don't say disease because obviously COVID-19, you might turn some people off. But understand, you're like a doctor. You're trying to be, um, give them the best solution to their problem. So, um, but the one thing you really need to do is practice word tracks. I don't really necessarily have a book or where to look for word tracks, but this is what I used to do. When I used to work out in the morning, and I still do it nowadays, I listen to podcasts more because I want to get my verbiage right. I want to hear, you know, how people became successful and entrepreneurs like that. But the one thing is you need to learn how to practice your word tracks. So if a customer gives you an objection, you need to learn how to overcome that. So what I used to do when I'd go run in the morning is I would create problems in my head that a customer would have that I hear every day and I would create a word track to it. And, and that's how you get better stuff. So make sure you're practicing your word tracks. Um, video emails are super important um, because one thing it does when you do a video email or you do a FaceTime, or you just use your phone and you, you send them an email, that, uh, a text message that way. The one thing is, is, it, it, is it, it, it makes you a person to them. When you're an internet salesperson, you're not a person to them. You're just somebody on the other end of the line that they can walk away from, that they don't have to always talk to. But if they see that you have kids, or they, they see that you're a real person, they become more apt to talk to you because now you're being personable with them. So one thing I've always learned, video email is very important. It's very key. I don't, I don't, I don't ever hand type emails ever again. I, I haven't done it in a long time. I do strictly video emails because I think that's the best way to talk to a customer and, and it's the fastest way to talk to a customer versus, you know, if I do this 30 minutes, 10 minutes of writing out this um, email and the copyright and stuff like that, it's not good, right? So what I need to do is I need to sit there and come up to the fact that um, what do I need to portray uh, in the video email that I would typically write down, okay? The other thing is be be authentic, right? Um, be very, very authentic when you talk to a customer. Don't talk above them. You know, you have to understand that not, not all customers know the trim levels to your vehicle. So for instance, customer inquire, inquires about a truck and you go into the fact of talking about XL, XLT, Lariat, King Ranch, and Platinum, they just inquired about a truck, right? So you need to figure out what the, what their level of knowledge in that truck is, um, and then, then 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 talk to them on on that level there. But if they inquired about a VIN specific vehicle or a particular model line or whatever, you need to talk to them on that language. Hey, I saw that you were interested in the XLT with the Sport Appearance Package. That's a great choice, you know. And that's the thing: you have to be authentic in the fact when you talk to them. Um, if you sit there and say, "Hey, I see that you inquired about F one fifty, and they inquired about the most expensive F one fifty that they make." You're not being authentic. You're being a, uh, being a robot. So just think of it as if you are the customer and you're buying a vehicle or you're you know going into a place of business. How would you like to be treated? And treat that customer the same way. So be, be very authentic. Um, don't be afraid to be um, vulnerable. So don't be afraid to talk about your kids. Don't be afraid to talk about your family. Don't be afraid to talk about your achievements and stuff like that. Because once again, that brings the authenticity of it out. Uh, and don't be afraid to say that you don't know something or you don't, you know, I'm, I'm doing some research on that. Don't be afraid to do that either. All that helps you become um, a better salesperson and reach out to the customer and make them more comfortable with making a purchase from you. So let me just recap real quick and then I'll be done with this podcast. You know, first thing, you know, don't use 
the internet. Don't forget about your customer base, okay? Do not forget about your customer base. So you've been on the show before and you get uh, transferred to the internet department. Don't forget about your customer base. That's the key thing. That's what's going to keep you afloat during your, your months that you might struggle or if internet leads you down or whatever it may be. Um, internet is not permanent. Now, if you're good at it, please stay on it. But the internet is supposed to develop your customer base. In two to five years, you should have a plethora of customers that will be repeat and referral and you won't be busy. You, you, you'll be too busy to take internet leads. But if you're really good at it and you can manage all that, I, I 100% think that you should stay in the internet department. Speak their language. Um, you know, whether it be the model that they're looking at or whether it be the process and the sell that they are always speak their language. Okay. Video email is very key. Um, you know, practice your word tracks. Um, word tracks are very important because the thing is you look at it as if it's an athlete, right? An athlete practices its move, whether it be football or basketball, and they know where they need to be, the position that they need to be in. They need to know how they know how to read the court. Same thing goes for your word tracks. If a customer hits you with something, you've got your word track learned. And that way you can be authentic in your answer because it, word tracks only should be temporary, right? You should learn these word tracks to learn how to overcome objections. That way they, be, they, they become your own words. So um, make sure um, you're practicing your words. That way it can be very authentic when you talk back to a customer. Video email is very important. I know I just said that, but I would highly recommend Bomb Bomb. Um, talk to my boy Shane over there. He'll definitely help you out. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, be authentic. And test their level of interest. The customer sits there and goes, you know, I'm just, I'm just looking right now. Test their level of interest. Throw that bait out there and see how interested they really are. If they're really a year out or six months out, they'll let you know. But if they're not really, if that's just an objection or if that's just like a, a, a wall that they're trying to build, you can break down that wall pretty quickly, okay? And the very last thing, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't recap this one at the very beginning. You need to have a workflow in place to make sure when a customer enters into your CRM, that you're keeping in contact with that customer and make sure you set it up, set, set the follow-up the right way. Um, down here, you know, here in Houston, we need to be a little bit more aggressive with our follow-up, but if you're at a, at a lesser, you know, capacity, capacity dealership or a lesser, uh, uh, metro, um, city or something like that, you might not need to have a near, near aggressive as follow-up. So anyways, uh, Amber, thank you so much for hitting me up and giving me an idea for a podcast. Um, the other thing is guys, I don't know if y'all have seen me re- recently on Facebook, I've been recording videos, answering questions uh, about customers that they have, whether it be, you know, a good time to buy or anything like that, because I think, you know, those are questions that need to be answered. So if you've watched that hook, um, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, I think, um, um, social media is a very good way to help you sell cars. I get hit up all the time. Um, so that's one of the key things I just wanted to cover with y'all. Uh, last thing is, is, uh, internet leads are great to have through your, um, dealership, but you really need to learn how to generate internet leads, whether it be through Facebook or um, web page building. Uh, I use phone sites, and phone sites is what I use to build uh, websites um, that generate leads to me. Yes, I've actually used it recently. Uh, I generated 15 leads in one week. Uh, there was some money behind it, to, you know, target people. It was a form filled out. So the good news about that was that I was able to generate people, and 15 leads in one week isn't that bad if you look at most of your other uh, platforms that generate internet leads. And I did it with 150 bucks. So with that being said, um, yes, hook, if you want to sit there and learn how to use phone sites, please hook up with me. Um, I'll teach you how to do it. Uh, I'll give you my affiliate link. Um, and other than that, I really don't have a whole lot more to talk about. Guys and gals, I really thank you all for taking the time to listen to my podcast. Please hit me up if you want to be interviewed. Uh, Anchor app is so easy to download and I can interview you if you'd like to. Or we can have a Q&A. I'd love to do that too. 
Um, and if y'all have any objections or anything that y'all want me to overcome or record a podcast about, please hit me up. Uh, I really appreciate that. And I hope y'all like the new format where I can talk a little bit longer along with me not having to worry so much about doing uh, podcasts. And I'll cover other things, you know, objections while I'm doing these podcasts. So thank y'all so much. I truly appreciate y'all. Uh, it's like I've said in the past, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. It is what you make it. Um, we all win when we all win. So if we share this information, um, it, it, it just makes us better as car sales people. So make sure if, if you do like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, give me a five-star review. Share it with somebody uh, if you think that they need it, whether they've been in the car business for one day, one hour, or you know, um, 20 years. Uh, very last thing is, if you want to connect with me on one of my profiles, social profiles, Tony Story on Facebook, T-O-N-Y-S-T-O-R-E, um, Instagram at TNTDad2728, and LinkedIn, um, uh, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story, and forget about the ums, because I've just been really bad recently, because my, I don't know, I think my memory's going or something like that. Um, so anyways, please hook up with me, uh, share this podcast, I truly love each and every single one of y'all. Um, once again, uh, please, please, please share my podcast. Hook up with me. I'd love it. Uh, that's all I got guys and gals. So guess what? Peace.